Welcome to Wildlife Outdoors with your host, Russell and Jose. If you have a passion for conservation of the outdoors, or you're enjoying a calming hike in the mountains, an exhilarating kayak trip on the river, feeling a fish on the end of your line, cooking on an open flame in a primitive campsite, or stalking big game, just waiting for the perfect shot, you're in the right place. So put on your boots and polarized sunglasses and come along for the ride. Welcome back to another episode of Wildlife Outdoors. Today we're going to try something a little different. So uh, most of our episodes end up being well over an hour and we always say it's going to be short and it's not. <laughs> and so this time what we're going to try is we're going to try to sh like shorten up the episodes Um Every once in a while, it's not going to be every episode, but between Jose starting school again and work just being so busy with me, uh, every once in a while we might throw in a little short episode, and we think we're going to call them Wildlife Outdoors Snapshots. Um, we're just kind of, you know, picking a quick name, but if any of you listeners have any other recommendations, we'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, but this is going to be our first Wildlife Outdoors Snapshots, so welcome, and I think this one's going to be pretty quick, just straight to the point, and... Uh, Jose had said that he wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions. So um, this is going to be our first snapshot. And what are your New Year's resolutions, Jose? Well, <clears throat> first of all, Happy New Year's, everybody. I mean, it's already towards the end of January by the time you guys are, <laughs> are going to listen to this. But uh, I figured since we have not yet had the opportunity to kind of revisit that or, or visit that in general, then uh, we'd go ahead and take the time to do that. But, um, but yeah, so New Year's resolutions, obviously, every year we all come up with our own. So I thought today we can discuss some of our outdoor related ones. And uh, so for mine, there's there's a few. I think in the past, mine have been like really big picture type things like, you know, like go on like on these trips and stuff. And while I would love to do that, just like being more cognizant of my situation um, in terms of time and money and such and so forth. I just, you know, the things that I want to do probably aren't as realistic as uh, I would like them to be. So I want to try and make things a bit more feasible, but still doable and maybe have some, some reach trips in there as well. Um, so the first new year's resolution that I have is to catch a common carp. I think that was one of mine last year and I failed. I found some just couldn't seal the deal. I've caught grass carp, but that's not a common carp. So I want to catch a common carp this year on the fly rod that I built. Um, and uh yeah dude i gotta make that happen i've been saying this for the last year or two at least and it's it's they've eluded me every time but this year's gonna be the year hopefully i believe it will be <laughs> oh you built that rod specifically for carp so it's a it's only a matter of time i know man what about yours see what are one of your resolutions so in terms of fly fishing um i i have some different categories um but my resolution for fly fishing is to try to catch one of those koi that mm. come in here in the springtime. Because, you know, I mean, like you saw, uh, there is a, a small school of them that travels with the school of carp that come in here to breed. And I see them and, you know, they tease me 10 feet away from my door. <laughs> so um, that's one of my New Year's resolutions is to catch one of those koi or at least hook into one of those koi because there's a lot of overgrowth. So it's kind of hard to land them, mm -hmm. but, uh, I would like to at least hook one, get one to eat. Nice. Dude, I think uh, Koi are, are picky, but I think you can do it, man. It's just, 
it's kind of convenient because they're right there in your backyard, literally. Right. But it's also like you have a short window because they're there and then they're not. Exactly. And I think my thing is majority of the times that they're active in there is when I'm going to work yeah. or when I'm still working. And so uh, time has been my my hardest thing to overcome and trying to land one or trying mm. to get to them. But I think this year I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to try more. I'm going to put more time forth to do it. So <laughs> Dude, you should. I also have a New Year's resolution in terms of hunting and it's just to get out there more like I just need to get out there. I, I need to quit, you know, saying I'm going to get out there and, you know, it comes to it and it's like, well, no, yeah, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to wing it and, uh, you know, go from there. How I'm surrounded by natural forest. I might as well get out there. I think I'm probably going to start with squirrel hunting. Um, I think the season for squirrel here, it's closed from February to March. Um, but other than that, it's open all year long. So I'm hoping to go do some squirrel hunting. Um, and while I'm doing that, do some scouting try to find some sign for some deer for, you know, at the end of the year, when season rolls around, try to get me on some deer. Um, we don't have too many hogs here. So I think in terms of hunting, it's going to be mainly squirrel, turkey, and deer and, and the occasional dove hunt. Mm -hmm. Um, I know somebody that has some land that's open enough and sees a lot of dove there. So, um, that's where he hunts his deer, but during dove season, he's, he's alluded to let me go out there with him and we can do some dove hunting. So, um, yeah, that's my hunting resolution this year is just to finally get out there and just do it more and duck hunting, dude. I gotta go do some duck hunting. Dude, in Arkansas, you have to, it's like a rite right. of passage. I got yeah. invited for early next year. Um, somebody invited me this year to go, but oddly enough, it would be down in Texas, <laughs> nice. but they, uh, one of my coworkers up here, he, he went last week, I think, or the week before and, uh, did some duck hunting down, I think Paris, Texas. He has a lodge over there. And uh, a group of, group of them guys went out there, and they had a, a real good time. So he invited me to go next year, um, but I need to get some experience before I do that because I don't want to drop money and, you know, just not yeah. be able to do it. So, Like you, Russell, I also want to go hunting more in 2024. Ooh, you like the little rhyme? Damn. I do. Anyways. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, yeah, man. I mean, one thing that came off the, the top of my mind to kind of make that happen a little bit is uh, – so a little um, spoiler alert, if you will. We're at some point going to have a guest on by the name of Steven. Great dude. Um, it's just time has, we're between all of our schedules, finding a good time to work just hasn't really been feasible. But he's really big into hunting. He lives in Arkansas. And uh, perhaps we can um, schedule a weekend hunt. I can go up there and we can all go hunting with him. He's invited us. Um, make make it make it happen. Break out the bow. He likes awesome. a bow hunt. He likes a bow hunt. So maybe we can we can set that up. Do go do a weekend bow hunt in Arkansas or something. Yeah, yeah. We, I remember when we were talking about that. I'm like, ah, dude, that would be freaking awesome. Go hunt some Ozark bucks with a bow. I'm up for it. Yeah, but yeah. That's that's kind of my deal too. I mean, like where I live, there's some public lands. Public land hunting in Texas, <laughs> as we've discussed before, is a little different, but it's doable. And uh, I know some folks who have done it and have had success doing it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to try and reach out to them and, and pick the brains on it. I, I do want to do some more uh, public land hunts. I got my bow now. I just need to practice more and uh, become proficient and do some because there's some archery only units uh, around Texas. That I'd like to try and check out as well. But, yeah, man, I really just kind of like you and, and our uh, 
our interview with John really kind of inspired me to just, you know, go for it. Yeah. Life's too short. We're never going to have the time that we want or the money that we want or whatever. And I'm tired of using those as excuses, even though sometimes they are very good excuses, especially in my <laughs> case as a grad student. But nonetheless, like, you know, public land hunting, I think, is a bit more feasible than um, paying a couple grand to hunt on a private ranch. Uh, oh, absolutely. Or something. So I so I should take advantage of that while I can, especially when there's some places nearby. Just, yeah, man, I just got a full send and just go for it, dude. But that's so also Speaking of I, which, you're wanting to get on a, a hog with your bow, right? I do. So since there's no season. True. Well, actually, <laughs> I, I no. I think, I think, yeah, in Texas on public lands, there are no, there's no, oh, sorry, private lands, there's no season for them. I think on some units there may be, because like each unit has their own regulations or whatever. Yeah. But I think the one that I have in mind, I believe they're year round, and I believe starting, I can't remember what month it is, you can actually bait for them. And I John, uh, I, I can't remember it now, I have to reach out to him, but he gave me a recipe for some, for some bait, and uh, I might, I might implement that for 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 hunting them but yeah man there's a i do want to break out my bow i do want to try and get a hog with my bow um hopefully hopefully we'll make that happen right i need to break out mine i never hunted hog well let me rephrase i've never hunted hogs with a bow before so it's going to be a little bit different yeah. And uh, from from what I've talked or from from what I've heard and people I've talked to, like the anatomy of the hog is very different. So you got to really be a little bit more precise with your shots. So I really need to dial my my bow game in before I, I hit the field, I think. Right. Yeah, I need to bust mine out. I haven't shot it hardly at all. And uh, I, I really need to do that. I got it set up and I haven't shot it since I got it set up because um, I noticed last time I was shooting it that my arrows weren't laying in the rest even. Mm -hmm which was causing some fluctuations in my shots. And I was, I was able to group them within, you know, like a clay pigeon size, but I want to get it down to like a quarter size or half dollar size. So um, I actually need to get out there and shoot it a little more and, yeah. uh, you know, same thing, get more proficient in it. But yep. So that's uh, our hunting resolution. Do you have any travel resolutions? Um, I do, man. Actually. So I have, a, I wrote a list of, of, resolutions before you and i hopped on but one of them is traveling specifically i want to go to arkansas gotta visit i gotta visit my best bud up there but um in addition to that i want to go to big bend national mm -hmm. park i've yet to go i really want to try and go in the spring try and catch the blooming wildflowers and take some photos of those um and especially before it gets too hot because i think this past right. summer we had a few people actually die on the trail on big bend because it was just i mean the temperatures were unreal so there's a small window of like great weather I would need to, to capture or to, to like, yeah, to really, really hit before it gets like kind of unfeasible. <clears throat> and I have a buddy who lives in West Texas now, so I might be able to coordinate something with him. Um, but yeah, so Big Bend, Arkansas, maybe Florida. You and I have a friend out there, Brian, and actually I got yep. a few friends out there. And uh, so I would love to go to Florida at some point if I can swing it. I really want to try and catch some peacocks and some of the other crazy critters they got out there. And I've never been to the state of Florida, so that would just be something cool to experience too. Maybe even go hit the salt if if I can, you know, if I can. But yeah, man, I really want to go to Florida if I can if I can swing that. Same, dude. I want to go to Florida so bad. But I would say my resolutions this year are going to be 
to try to do more travel that's not as local. So I travel a lot every other weekend or so. I'm going somewhere that's you know a few hours away. Um, mm-hmm. This past weekend was up in Eureka Springs, which was amazing. We'll have to talk about that later uh, in a different episode. But um, I want to try to get out a little more and experience areas that I'm not familiar with. But Florida would be one of them. I've only been to Florida once. Um, had a damn good time. Had some scary situations with the shark there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was fun. I do want to go try some, you know, southern Florida ditch fishing and get on some random invasives. Um, I want to go more to the swampy areas or you know to the bayou and try to get on some bowfin. Um, that would mm-hmm. be cool. Uh, I've never spent much time in the in the bayou, and we have you know Bayou Bartholomew is I think one of the largest bayous in the world. And I can get it an hour and a half away from here. So um, I want to go experience that. And uh, I am going to the Bahamas in a few months um, on a cruise. And I'm hoping I'll be able to swing some type of fishing. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Because I don't know with, you know, local regulations and, you know, and if I'm going to have the time. I don't, we haven't planned our excursions yet. So uh, I'm hoping to be able to do that. But yeah, my travel resolution is to try to go a little further than i've been traveling recently so yeah nice dude so what other uh resolutions you have on your list um i want to take my girlfriend fishing she's how can i say this i think i may have mentioned it in previous in previous episodes but she says that she would go with me Mm -hmm. but i guess how i feel about it is i don't want to bring her along if she's not really Um, like open to it Mm because I don't want her to like not have a good time or uh, just kind of like burn her out from that situation. So I told her, I was like, look, I'll, I'll take you. But if, if you ask me, I like it, you gotta like mean it. I don't want to cause, cause God bless her. She's, she's sweet, super sweet. And I know if I ask her, she will probably say yes because I'm asking her, but that doesn't necessarily mean she wants to do it. So I told her, like, if you ask me, like, I, I want to, like, it has to be because you actually mean it. Like, you want to go, not because you think it'll make me happy or whatever. Yeah. And um, a couple of weeks ago, she asked me. And so I was like, all right, we'll, we'll go. So I want to take her fishing. I want to teach her how to fish and stuff. So um, I will probably hit start slow, probably work on the casting first and uh, and get that down. Once she can hit, like, Cause the ponds around here, like you don't need to make any, you know, hero shots or anything by any means. So like, honestly, most of my shots are probably 10 to 15 feet from the, from the bank. And, mm-hmm. uh, so as long as she can make a 15 foot cast or so 20 foot cast, then, um, that I think will be gold. And, um, so that's going to be our, like our goal there. And then once like she feels comfortable casting and everything, um, I might add some weight because casting a little piece of yarn is way different than casting something that's got some weight, even if it's just the weight of a hook, like it just yeah. changes the dynamic of the cast. So we're going to work our way up there and then um, hopefully take her on, on a, on the actual trip and uh, probably locally. And then we'll, you know, hopefully we'll get her on a fish, but that's one of my things. I want to take her fishing and I want to, I want her to catch her first fish on her own. Um, and yeah, man, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. And that would uh, be awesome. That's, so that's one. And then another one is, um, I haven't been camping since the last time you and I went camping to, uh, on the Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So this year I want to go camping at least once. Like I, I really enjoy it. I just don't get the chance to do it as often as I'd like. 
So this yeah. year I, I want to go camping at least once. And if I go to Big Ben, I could potentially knock both of those out at the same time. But right. I do want to go camping at least once. That's freaking awesome, dude. I want to go to Big Ben so bad. But there's so many national parks that I want to go to. And uh, speaking of national parks, they're looking at possibly redesignating the Buffalo National River to a national park and preserve. Um, I do want to talk about that on a future episode, but um, I may have been to one if that turns into one. But And of course, I live in Hot Springs National Park, so I'm always in the national park here. Um, smallest national park in the in the country, but uh, I want to go to more, dude. I like, I just, I would love to go to, you know, Sequoia National Park or Redwoods National Park or, you know, Yellowstone or Yosemite, like out west. I want to go to a lot of those. Yeah. Don't think that's a this year thing though. <laughs> Dude, I, I know like long-term goals. I want to visit every state park in Texas and that list is going to get a little bit bigger because they're adding a few parks here in, in the mm-hmm. next coming in the next few years. So, uh, but I want to visit every state park in Texas and then I want to visit every national park in the country. Like those are my like long-term goals, but uh, I've never been to a national park I don't think I've been to National Forest. Same. Well, you, you've been to Hot Springs National Park. You've been downtown. Oh, yeah. True that. So I always forget that that's there though. Yeah. So I, I guess that counts. Um, well, we we walked along the promenade, so we went up and took pictures up from the dude, top. But, so. I mean, I mean, yeah, but no. <laughs> <laughs> you've been on the oh, National man. River, Buffalo. It's like it's like me going to Buda and saying that. Oh, it's close enough to Austin. It counts. But. <laughs> well, I mean, technically you're in it. Like it's, there's not much more to hot springs national park than, I mean, that. I know dude, but it just, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was in the park. It felt like right. I was in it. You know what I mean? Like I, I know it's take my technicality, but I just didn't feel like I was right in the park. Yeah. But, uh, but I guess that counts. Cause I, I did end up buying <laughs> like a little something from, from, um, some gift shop, but, um, as a memento, but, uh, but yeah, so I've been to the national forest. I've been to one national park, maybe two, if they turn the Buffalo river into national park, but I feel like that wouldn't count because I have to go at, when, when it wasn't like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't national park, but that's cool. I like it. That'll give me a reason to go back. It's a cool place. Um, but yeah, dude, do you need to come up here in the wintertime and we can go look at those freaking elk. Dude, that dude was those photos so you took were cool. beautiful, dude. They were great shots, man. And they're right there on the buffalo. Really? Yeah. You remember the shop that we went to when yes. we camped, and they uh-huh. and how we got the shuttle and all that? It was mm-hmm. maybe ten minutes from there. No way. Yeah. And we saw them dude, from that's... Highway Forty Three. I think it was. The whole herd yeah, of them. It was dope. nuts. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've never seen an elk in the wild. I've seen them on like game ranches here in Texas, yeah. but. I've never Same. seen them in the wild, free ranging. Because I mean, yeah. it's it's so weird. Because elk were at one time like uh, native to Texas, like their their historic home range extended into Texas, but they're extirpated years ago. So they are technically native, but they're not really native. Supposedly, there's like wild elk in West Texas still. Like really? people have heard like bugling in the canyons and stuff like that. That's crazy. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, but um, but they're not. They're they're not really in where the historic range used to be or extended. I see. Um, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. So yeah, elk in the snow on the buffalo would be awesome. I need to get yeah. me a a um, telephoto lens though, dude. I don't have one for my new camera. I just have some. Primes. I, I want to get a full frame one 
because this one, I mean, the pictures look okay. Um, but I mean, it's a crop sensor lens and I was able to get some reach because of it, but just the mm-hmm. quality isn't that great if, you know, compared to having a full frame, uh, a full frame lens on a full frame body. So, Dude, um, look at this, but at it was the nice. Sigma. Look at the Sigma zoom lenses. <clears throat> they have like a, like a 150 to 600 for a, like right around a thousand brand new, but you can get them less yeah. like on eBay or on, on the, on the used market and it's still pretty good shape. Yeah. But the quality of those of those lenses, I mean, they're not like obviously like the six thousand dollar lenses that you're gonna yeah. find from the same companies, but um they're pretty good, man. My buddy, he does some wildlife photography and he has that camera. And uh they look his photos look pretty damn good. Really? I'm probably yeah, I'm probably gonna look into getting one of those eventually for my camera because I do want to do more for like a wildlife photography. Yeah, I do too, but I'm kind of debating because I also want to get more into, you know, filming and videography and my D750. lens or the camera? Yeah. So it's like, well, if I get a new camera, I don't want to buy all these new lenses because I've already, past year, past two years, I've spent a couple grand on lenses. And it's like, Mm -hmm. "Ah, do I want to keep buying lenses if eventually I want to change? Because I'm pretty sure I'm going to go the Sony... um, the the Sony route for my video camera. So Mm. uh, I want to get a full frame mirrorless Sony. And that's probably what I would use for photography as well. Maybe I don't want to, you know, have two cameras. Like I'd probably keep my Nikon as a backup in case something were to ever happen to the Sony. I could still go do stuff, but um, the main camera I'd use would probably be the Sony. And you know, it's a, it's a smaller profile. And if I can have the same lenses, you know, and, and do my photography with it as well, that's probably what I'd do. So I think I'm going to hold off on buying any more lenses until I get the new camera. They sell adapters for, um, like, a, how can I explain this? <clears throat> they sell adapters so you can use the lenses from a different manufacturer or different yeah. mount. With but a lot of them, you can't cameras. use the auto features, autofocus, and stuff like that. Yeah, and the ones you can are like super expensive. But exactly. I mean, it's cheaper than a than a whole another set of lenses. Right. Um, and so, and but I've heard like mixed reviews. I heard like sometimes the ones with the autofocus, like it, it's not as fast, or they don't always work, or just like slightly out of focus, or something like that. But I mean, that's a potential option too. You can get other lenses and stuff for the Sony. Yeah. But and the night, but the nice thing about Sony's is because they've been around for for so long, they have so many lens options for those cameras. So you yep. can find a bunch of them like use new whatever i'm probably gonna start with like the sony and then probably a 35 mil prime and a 70 to 200 telephoto and that would probably take care of majority of anything that i would do uh whether it be astrophotography exposure photography uh distance like you know if somebody else is fishing or somebody else is on a kayak or anything like that i can get a little bit of reach um fish fish releases and stuff like that so I think Did a 35 to... prime and a, a 70 by 200 would suffice for a while. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I want a 70 to 200 so bad. Those lenses are sick, but they're expensive. Yeah. Dude, they're freaking crisp, though. Oh, my God, yeah. are they crisp. Well, the F2.8, like, they have, like, a, the uh, variable aperture ones for, like, an F4, and those are on the cheaper end, but those F2.8s yeah. are, are yeah. money. But they're like yeah, they twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at the body. The body that I want is like twenty two forty nine or something like that, and the lens is like twenty four ninety nine. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I wish I had money for that. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy stuff. But 
Yeah, dude. It's camera. We have too many expensive hobbies, bro. Fly fishing, photography. You got three guitars in the back. Those don't look yeah. cheap. <laughs> I got another one right right up here to the left of the camera. <laughs> you can't see. Got four cameras and or, or four guitars and two amps and got yeah. cameras and lenses and lighting setups. <laughs> got way too much crap. I know. I got. I got. I don't. I don't have any musical talent, but I. Uh, I'm in I'm I'm in photography. I like photography. I haven't dabbled in videography really. I mean, kind of like on my phone, but nothing serious. Just like doing mm-hmm. stupid reels and stuff. Uh, fly fishing, hunting, and fly tying. All expensive which, hobbies. Yeah, if you're getting fly tying to save money, don't do it. It's, you're not. <laughs> you're not going to. Hate to break it to you. Ain't happening. Everybody always says, I'm just going to tie my own flies because I'll save money. But you end up spending more in materials. Granted, you'll have, you know, materials that will last you 20 years, but you've spent more money than you would have just to buy the flies. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's how it started for me, man. I was like, and I remember I was starting my master's and I was kind of bored with all the, just like the regular stuff that I had been doing. I wanted to try something different. So I, just, I picked up fly fishing, eventually started fly tying, got like a, uh, not a ch- super cheap vice, but not a um, really expensive one either. And started tying with that. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to save money by doing this and whatever. And by the time I bought the stupid vice, by the time I bought the tools that I needed, by the time I bought my first batch of materials. And then also I didn't know what I was buying. So I was buying stuff that I didn't really need <laughs> at that point in time. So that was more money that I spent that I didn't need to. And uh, yeah, it was, I, I could have bought like, a hundred of the stupid flies that I wanted to tie. <laughs> right. Dude, but, I just got the freaking Jay Stockard catalog for 2024 and I was looking through it. I was like, oh, I want everything, <laughs> dude, <laughs> but I, I haven't tied in freaking forever. So I need to change that though, because this year the cicada hatch is going to be nuts. It's an overlap of 17 and 13 year broods. So I, yeah. I need to go buy some foam from Hobby Lobby and tie the hell out of some cicada patterns. Yeah, I've never tied a cicada plant. I've never tied a cicada pattern, but I would love to. Um, They're not very hard. I've tied a few of them. Um, there's, I mean, there's numerous ones out there, but um, yeah. if you use just two different colors of foam, then you put a little, you know, yarn indicator on top of it and some legs. It's, I mean, fairly simple. Yeah, it's like tying a Dude, thick the, hopper. Yeah, a thick boy. Yep. But, Damn uh, that boy thick. <laughs> three C's. <laughs> but uh yeah dude i i wonder i wonder when that hatch will happen because if because uh i think i know you myself and marco have been talking about meeting up in arkansas sometime in march and and doing some fishing dude if it's that time frame dude that man, would be awesome smallmouth topwater explosions yeah dude hell yeah read my mind god that would be sick. yeah that would be freaking amazing but I think I think it's normally late spring, early summer, isn't it? I have no idea, man. And the weather's been so weird. I imagine it's it's probably closely tied to that. Maybe when it starts yeah. warming up, reaches like a certain temperature threshold or something. I have no idea. But the weather's been crazy. It has like, uh, it's been. Nuts. It's been abnormally warm here in Texas until this week. We dropped into like single digits all like like everywhere. I think in some places with the wind chill in Texas, like up north and stuff. I was like in the negatives or something like that. It was Damn. wild. Cause I know here in college station with the wind chill and everything at one point, it was like, whoa, like seven degrees, six degrees or whatever. And in Arkansas, y'all, you sent me a photo. It was like negative one or negative two or yeah. something like that. It was, it was negative two degrees with the wind chill of like negative 26. And Jesus. I was outside. So 
I'm a photography nut and I like to take weird shots. And so, of course, I'm in Eureka. It's snowing. I have to go do late night long exposure photography. So I'm out walking around. I was outside for probably like two, two and a half hours. And um, I got some pretty cool pictures. I ended up running into a local that owns a fur shop there. Talked to him for a while. He showed me some places that, you know, other people don't really know much about um, unless you're a local. And so got to look at some cool things around town. And uh, we pretty much walked the whole strip. And then up, like, because I was staying at uh, the Basin Park Hotel, and we walked up to the Crescent and back all the way to the end of downtown and um, got some pretty cool pictures. But my freaking mustache was all, like, solid ice <laughs> from my breath and stuff. And, yeah, it got pretty dang cold. And it was super windy. We had some gusts, like 25, 35 miles per hour gusts, and it was in the negatives already. So it was pretty brutal at times. Nice. Yeah, dude, you crazy, man. Sit in that chair with, like, in your shorts, no shirt, nothing, taking a photo <laughs> in the snow. Forget that, well, dude. We were in the hot tub, so I just got out, nah. took a picture of Lane in the snow, and then got back in the hot tub. <laughs> nah. Couldn't but pay me enough, dude. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty cool to be in, you know, 100, 105 degree water when it's, you know, negative degrees outside. Yeah. Uh, See, that I would do, but, like, yeah. That sounds like, I would love to go to the hot springs, like, in Colorado or something, and just... You know, dude, the hot springs in Alaska and Cheetah Hot Springs outside of Fairbanks, dude, they're freaking awesome. We were out there one time; it was like negative forty-eight. Yeah, I think you showed me a photo of like you and your brother and some some other people or something. Yeah, like that, right? I think that was like back in high school. I showed you that. I was looking mm-hmm. for the picture recently, actually, and I don't have it anymore. I don't know where it's at. I wonder if my father has it up there. Um, but yeah, hair was all frozen. Put it in a mohawk, <laughs> and it was all frozen and stuff. It was yeah, it's it's nuts. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So yeah, we're so we're coming up on thirty minutes. So how how short we're we gonna try to keep these these uh snapshots? I'd say probably you know twenty thirty minutes. Um, so might be a good yeah. time to to start cutting it off. But to the <laughs> listeners, if you guys have any New Year's resolutions, whether they're in, in the outdoors or not, we'd love to hear them. Uh, feel free to email us, message us on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, you know we're trying to get more engagement with our listeners. So uh. If we do have any engagement with you guys and, and we're talking about something or other, um, we may talk about you on an episode and uh, mm-hmm. we'll go from there. But thank you all for listening to our, our snapshot here, our first snapshot, and uh, let us know what you all think. You have anything else you want to talk about, Jose? Uh, yeah, real quick. So this the snapshot thing, like right now, it's it's just a working title. It might stick, may not, but if you guys have any other uh, recommendations for names or anything like that, shoot us, uh, shoot us a message and we'll consider it because... I mean, we like the sound of it, but we just kind of made this up on the fly too. So yeah. if it works, it works. If it doesn't, or if something's, you know, if there's a better option out there, um, we'd love to hear it. So yeah, just share your thoughts. We'd appreciate it. All right. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. This has been Wildlife Outdoors. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook at Wildlife Outdoors and on Instagram at wild.life.outdoors. Let's go live life on the wild side.